This is KUOW. I'm Kim Malcolm. If you see superheroes and some other creative characters on the streets of Seattle this weekend, it's likely because Emerald City Comic Con is underway at the convention center. This annual convention has roots dating back to 2003, and it runs through Sunday. To help us understand what happens at Seattle's version of a Comic-Con, we asked Katie Campbell and Dyer Oxley with KUW's online team to bring us up to speed. Guys, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, thanks, Kim. Oh, it's great to have you two. And I just have to say right off the top, I may be the least game-oriented comic version person that you know. So I'm so glad that you're here to explain this. This is clearly a big deal, but I've never been to one. So why do people go? What do you see when you go there? Oh, um, well, why not go? I think is the question. That's yeah. The, <laughs> here's here's where here's the way I put it. You're not the first person to, to say something like this to me every year. This is a similar question. Uh, Comic-Con is a little bit of a misleading term at this point. These, these are more pop culture celebration events and everyone has mm. their own take. But in general, when you go to this, you're going because the fans get into it. There is the costume aspect of it, and that's one of the loudest aspects. But there's also guests, celebrities, writers, authors, creators that you may or may not be familiar with. This year, the big names are Chris Evans, Captain America, Jodie Whittaker, Doctor Who, uh, Doc from Back to the Future is there. Um, There's just a lot going on. If I try to sell it to people, I always point them to the vendors because the vendors are like – the most unique creative people they come from as far far away as like Florida and beyond just to come to this event and sell people stuff i bought coffee yesterday i bought bath bombs i bought stuff that you can't really find anywhere <laughs> else and yeah i i also got a comic book captain america bath bombs that kind of thing <laughs> they were star trek bath bombs if you must know but yes all right <laughs> thank you <laughs> Uh, Kim, I was a lot like you. I went to my first Comic-Con yesterday and I had no idea what to expect. I'm a certifiable nerd, 100%. I'm a comic book reader. I'm a graphic novel reader. I grew up with superheroes, but I didn't fully understand what Comic-Con encapsulated. I was surprised to see things like Pokemon and all kinds of like anime shows and the just the variety of stuff and media that you can find at Comic-Con, it just made for a really fun atmosphere that had something for everyone, it felt like. If, if you like art and storytelling and dressing up, maybe, that's that's a place for you. Yeah, I, I'm just imagining all these pop culture references, like just kind of merging and exploding in people's minds as they walk down the hallways. It sounds like a lot of fun. Dyer, you mentioned vendors coming from across the country, but who comes to this event? It, it is kind of a far and wide uh, situation. We met somebody from Eastern Washington yesterday. Emerald City Comic Con is maybe one of two or three major events like this that has this type of draw. I know a, a couple that comes down from Alaska. I've met people that have flown in from Japan. I would argue that Emerald City Comic Con is is probably working on the level of international draw at this point. How many people are expected to come this year? This year, the the organizers are estimating 85,000 people. Um, It's it's kind of important to note, in 2019, they were nearly 100,000. Folks were kind of, fingers crossed, they were going to hit that 100,000 mark. They hit 98,000. The pandemic really knocked things down. Uh, One year it was canceled. Um, This is the first year I think folks really are seeing, I think, some more uh, energy coming back. 85,000 is is maybe up to about 2016 levels. So there's there's still some rebuilding to go on there. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, there might be some snarky people mm-hmm. giving folks in capes some side eye, but that's a lot of people and that must have a an impact on our economy. Yeah. Visit Seattle. It's our local tourism agency here. Uh, they have a way of estimating, you know, X amount of people, X amount of restaurants and shops. They think that about $26.5 million is going to come into the local economy, mostly around downtown or so. Uh, that does not include the the occupancy data that it comes in for hotels and so forth. A lot of these people go into hotels. One of my good friends lives locally, doesn't want to have to deal with traffic. So he gets a hotel every year right next to the convention. All right. Interesting. So, Katie, I, I know you went as a first-timer, you just said. What, what are your takeaways from your first time walking through the doors? I've kind of been describing it as this overwhelming joy. It, <laughs> it There's so much. Uh, Dyer was my guide, very kindly made sure that I didn't like totally lose myself in this. I learned the serpentine method of going through vendor stalls and <laughs> extremely important so that you can you'd make sure that you don't miss anything. But it was a total joy. It was a lot to take in, but ultimately it was all about these communities coming together and sharing stories and characters and ideas that they really enjoy. It was special to be a part of. I I was there in particular because I subscribed to the Poison Ivy comic book series, which a Seattle writer, G. Willow Wilson, writes. And it was fun to track down these women dressed as poison ivy and talk to them about what this character means to them and to relate that back to what she means to me. And it was just a great window into all of the many nerddoms that exist here in Seattle and across the country and across the globe. It was a wonderful microcosm of that world. Highly recommend. And you get exposed to the things that you never would. Katie had a sword fight with a Viking yesterday. What? (laughs) And I had never been personally to a uh, Japanese maid cafe. That was (laughs) interesting. But yeah, there's really no other place you're going to come across this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I I could hear just the enthusiasm, you know, the love that people have for when when they love a character or a storyline in particular. And I'm thinking about kids, you know, who can be among the most intense, the most pure fans. If you are a kid or if you're going with a kid, what would you say to people to keep in mind when you go to Comic-Con? So Katie and I were looking for the tavern when we were there because there is an area where they have special beers and stuff. And we went up to the information desk and I said, oh, where's the tavern? And one person pointed us that way. But then the other person said, no, 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 that's the kids tavern. You want to go to that tavern. <laughs> Point being, there is a tavern is a reference to Dungeons and Dragons stuff. But uh, there are plenty of kids activities here. Denver City Comic Con does make an effort to have family attractions. So there are rooms, there are events, there are panels that are just, you know, for your kids and a a lot of activities for that. And there are Vikings for them to find. I was just going to say that there's plenty of opportunities to really engage with the content, including fighting a Viking. (laughs) There you go. You don't want to miss out on that. So if someone's listening to you right now and they weren't planning on going, uh, but maybe they might want to check it out, is it too late to go to get tickets? So it might be. Saturday is currently sold out. We went on Thursday, which Dyer tells me is the least busy day, which is wild to me because it was still very busy. 
Saturday and Sunday are when some of the more popular panels are happening. So unfortunately, Saturday's probably off the table, but you might still be able to snag a couple of tickets. And if you're on the fence about it, if you've never been, if you're not sure you're going to find something that's your thing, I would encourage you to give it a shot, whether it's this year or next year or a Comic-Con in another city. There's bound to be something for you. You just got to yeah, make sure you jump on those tickets if you can. Dyer, I know you're a veteran, but Katie, would you go back again? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to go back this weekend. I want to see some of these panels. We mostly spend a lot of our time getting a full picture of what the con looks like. I want to go kind of dive in more, and I'm definitely planning on going next year. Katie Campbell is a KUOW online editor and reporter, and Dyer Oxley is an online editor and producer. Thank you, both of you, for illuminating the ways of Emerald City Comic Con for us. Live long and prosper, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kim. And you can find a helpful guide to the event at KUOW.org.